going any direction. So I'll just follow, <laughs> I'll follow your lead. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, welcome to Fails to Wins. Um, I'm Mina. Nice to meet you. And tell me all about you, what you do, what you're about, how you got started. Ah, thank you. So I love it. Our names almost rhyme. Did you catch that? Because I'm Tina. That's right. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even like think about it. No, Tina and Mina. That's dope. Yeah, we're dope. We're a dope team. <laughs> I love it. So a little bit about who I am. Um, by the way, I just turned 41 yesterday. Woohoo! So I'm super stoked about that. <laughs> Wait, you said yesterday? My mom's yesterday. birthday was, uh, when was her birthday? Two days ago. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Oh, happy birthday to your mom. <laughs> nice. So um, in, okay, how do we sum it up just in one? I'm known as Jolt of Energy, first okay. of all. So I was kind of given that name um, just for people call me the Energizer Bunny and always peppy. And, and so, um, in recent years, I've become a wellness coach and nice. I help people just bring energy into their life by, um, what they're doing every day. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is over the last, um, several, well, it's probably about seven years ago now, but, um, my first marriage, I, uh, we got a divorce. We have two kids together. And I think really after that, all my foundation blocks just were like crumbling. Mm. Right. And I eventually, um, did end up in a really deep depression mm. and that typically isn't my personality. Like, even if I'm having a bad day, I really do try to hide it at work, you know, and put on a smile and things like that. But it was really hard. I wasn't smiling on the inside for a very long time. In fact, my kids were old enough that when we went to counseling, they, they described me as an emotional dolphin. Mm. So, <laughs> so I really, it was affecting every part of my life and just feeling stuck. And then, um, uh, in recent years, when I became a wellness coach, I had found a plan that for wellness that brought back my energy, um, my happiness, my joy. And now my kids are like, mom, you're too positive. Stop. <laughs> just stop it. So, and they don't know because, you know, way back when, when I was younger, I was a pretty positive person, but I think life happens to us. And sometimes it just, it's too much. Yeah. And if we don't have, if we don't know the tools or we just don't know how to, you know, battle each thing that comes at us, um, yeah, we're just going to crumble. So once I figured out that way to get over very hard times, I was like, I got to share this with everybody. This is like the happy life. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like happy peppy 24 seven because I am human, yes. but, uh, the tools that I use have helped me bounce back quicker. So that's, that's what I'm about is just because life should be fun. So that's my slogan. Life should be fun. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So 
I know that you you mentioned things were like crumbling and let your kids notice. So um, how did that affect your relationship with your family? Like, so of course the show is called Fails to Win. So how did that, you know, negative kind of like affect your family? And then, you know, as you were moving to your positive, did that help them out too? Yes. Um, so when I, I kind of um, was, as we were talking about meeting, I, I really did some deep down soul searching on how did this happen? Yeah. Right? How, cause you don't just magically wake up and your whole life is in shambles. <laughs> it yeah. just kind of like spirals. Mm -hmm. right? And so I think it was, um, just at a young age, um, my, it started with divorced in my own personal life and it was my stepdad and my mom. I, I still have a very strong relationship with my biological dad, but I also became very close with my stepfather over yeah. because he became my stepdad at three and they got a divorce when I was in high school. And that was really the first time I experienced like my world just turning upside down and but i had a lot of positive things in my life and so i just kept fighting so um it was that fighting and fighting and to to just keep going it's okay just keep going it's okay right yeah. and you just keep going and then all of a sudden you start alienating yourself mm. and you feel like you're alone when you're really not alone in this world but sometimes when you, you think of being down or depressed as a weakness and, um, and really it's just everybody, really people need to have more grace for themselves. And that's what I wasn't doing is, yes. is I was just, no, you're, you're not good enough. And, and my brain, my mindset just you know, spiraled and spiraled. And then um, after that, you just start internalizing everything. And so it just affects, affects everything. And then yeah. listening, you stop listening to anybody because you're like, no, like you've, yeah, you're just, you're not all there. Let's just say that. Yep. So <laughs> when you become kind of numb. And so after my divorce, I, um, I thought, okay, everything's okay. And I just keep doing things. And then I just kept making mistake after mistake because I kept thinking, this is going to be the right decision. And then I based my decisions really off of um, not being mentally well, really. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize I was probably dealing with some really bad depression at that time. And I didn't have the coping skills. I didn't have the support system. I didn't because I had alienated myself that yeah. whole time. So all those people that, that would have been a really great support system for me, I was like this, nope, I'm good. I'm good. You know? And so I, even though I thought I was making the right decisions, it took me about six months. I call it, um, to get really vulnerable here, I'll say I was on my crazy train mm -hmm. because I literally like looking back, I'm like, did I do that? Did like, I was that me? That was not me. Yeah. <laughs> I do not claim that person. <laughs> so I, um, luckily, uh, I did lean in finally. And, um, 
when I did, uh, I think a lot of the damage going back to what you said about, you know, my children and how that affected us. But I think a lot of the damage had already been done. Um, what was only six months felt like a year or years to my kids. And I found myself in a position where I really financially just, I didn't have my own place. I was staying at my mom's at the time, which she lived four hours away from my kids. And they, um, my first husband and I, we were married for years. We were high school sweethearts. Like we, you know, we got married when we were 20. We already had our first house. So my kids, that was the house they knew. Um, long story short, I ended up letting my ex-husband, he moved out at first, but I was like, no, move back. You know, the house is, it's too much for me. And I was getting a lot of anxiety over bills and taking care of the house and things like that. And I was like, let me move into an apartment. You know, that's kind of how it started out. So even though we got a divorce and we just weren't, I would say we just, we really weren't right for each other. We kept fighting to make it work, but, um, it just, at the end of the day, if, if it's 80% that and 20%, Oh, it's awesome. Like, you know, eventually it, it just breaks, breaks what you have. But the friendship for us is still there. We're great co-parenter. Uh, we do great with co-parenting and our spouses get along. Like we all co-parent together and we've come like a really long way. But in that time where things were just, I felt unstable, um, we let the kids kind of decide where they wanted to live. And of course they wanted to stay in their home where they grew up with their friends um, because they weren't really, really small. You know, they weren't like toddlers and things like yeah. that. Cause typically they would go with the mom no matter what, but they were old enough to kind of make some choices of their own. But I think um, I, I ended up this and even though it was miles away from my kids, this ended up being the best stable place for me to be the best mom I could be, which sounds strange because I kind of played the um, father role in a divorce because I was the every other weekend. I was the summers. And honestly, even though I, it didn't make me the happiest, obviously I, I ended up in a really deep depression because of it. But um, I knew I, my number one priority was my kids being happy. So even though it was super, super hard, um, I knew that was the best for them, you know, and now yeah. that I'm like better, like, um, you know, stable, I have things in order for them. I'm like, come on, come on, just stay here, you know, and obviously they're, they're still, that's like their home. So we, we definitely had difficult times, definitely lots of tears and just, times that you just like, you don't think you'll ever recover from honestly. Mm -hmm. And, um, with the support of my husband now, um, and my just never giving up talking to my kids every single day, um, doing the every other weekend, doing the weekends, getting through the hard times, getting through the tears, getting through everything. And, um, you know, I, I still gotten, would get really depressed as you can imagine, because after all that had happened, you say, I'm, I'm not a good mom. 
I'm not a good yeah. person. I'm not, you know, you're, I was embarrassed really of, of yeah. the whole situation. And people would assume, oh, Tina, did you do drugs or something? Is that why you're not with your kids? Like, and not that, cause I do have, you know, people in my life that maybe that was their circumstance and they've been able to turn around their life. So I'm not like saying, you know, that's like not human of us. Everybody's human, but I'm just saying like people kind of understand the situation mm-hmm. and therefore I couldn't understand and I couldn't forgive myself for being human. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So still to this day, you can tell, cause I'm about, I'm like happy, happy, but I can, I fight back the tears a little bit. Cause it, it definitely does like life is hard sometimes. So just make it the best you can yeah. and I figured out ways to do that. So and you're so resilient. Um, I love that you have that drive, like even though you have those feelings. And I feel like every woman deals with imposter syndrome and inadequacies. Like even as we speak, I was actually um, telling telling my best friend, I was like, I hate how I sound on podcasts. It irks what? me. Like whenever I edit them, I edit them quickly. And then I just don't listen to them again for a while <laughs> because I, I feel so like, I'm like, this is not for me. It's for professionals, you know, but, and then even, even as a mom, like if my kids don't look a certain way, if I don't have them looking a certain way, I'm like, oh my God, people are going to think my kids are like, like awful. Like, oh my God, maybe I'm like a terrible mom. I can take care of them. But my husband's like, they're shiny and pristine. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? So I, I feel like we all deal with that to some degree, but I think the defining factor you know that makes moms super moms is like even though we bow with those things we're able to push them to the side enough to keep pushing and then even though we're dealing and we're dealing we make it look good because then their kids see it and they might not appreciate it at that time but over time they're like you know what my mom was tough as nails like I my mom raised me by herself was her and then my grandma at times and she's a formidable woman I always tell her she's a formidable woman. And I remember when I was a teenager, I told myself, I said, Hey, when I get enough money, I'm going to take care of her and I'm spoiled. I'm only child. So when I joined the military and left home and I bought my first house, I put her in my house. I said, look, mom, I'm keeping you. And I, I pay her bills and everything. I don't care. Like she want to go shopping. Here's the car, (laughs) you know, but I I had to grow to, you know, witness those struggles and her resiliency and her push because now that I'm older and I have my own kids, my own husband, everything. Now we could talk on different levels and, Mm -hmm. you know, she can share things with me where I'm like, Oh my God, you were dealing with that. And you're just raising me and you made it look great. Like you still put on your clothes and you still had your makeup and your smell (laughs) goods. And meanwhile, you're just going through and, and now I'm just, I just, look at her I'm like oh my god you're amazing what what do you want now okay here's the swipe I'll swipe it don't, don't pay any more bills just quit you took care of me like, take care of me. <laughs> so yeah like so your 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 toughness is not gonna go unnoticed I'm telling you that right now it is not Aww. gonna go unnoticed like you're planting seeds in the lives of your children that will come to fruition down the road like it may well, not feel like it now but you <laughs> just <yeah>. watch <laughs> definitely and Speaking of that, so my daughter yesterday being my birthday, right? Um, I, I guess she wasn't feeling well, but I didn't know. And so I was just joking and I'm like, you're usually the first birthday wish I get of the day. And it had been like all day, right? And um, like, she'll do like 1230 AM on my birthday. Like, wow. I'm, am I, and she'll say, am I the first person to tell you happy birthday? <laughs> 
and it's so cute. Um, so this time I was like, okay, this is really strange, but I found out she was, she had been really ill and I was like, oh, don't even worry about it. I was just joking, you know? And she's like, mom, I didn't forget. <laughs> but she said, um, you know, like she was just telling me, I mean, this generation, it's all about texting, right? I'd love to, I love to do video calls with them and phone calls as much as I can, but they love texting a lot. So, um, but in her text, it was just so beautiful, like what she said, because she knows that we had struggles and she realizes it and she's just thankful for where we've come. And, and still, you know, like every relationship isn't perfect. You have to work for it. But I love that she she knows that we're we're in this life together and we're here for one another. And that's the most important thing to me in the world. Well, I'd count that as a big win right there. <laughs> that oh is a big goodness. win. <laughs> that, is, that is a so huge win. Would you like to know my tricks of how I went from never getting out of bed <laughs> to Girl, you better you better tell me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so I love acronyms and I don't know if you noticed, but when I walked through the, like the fells and the struggles in my life, I actually used the acronym fell because I in tribute to your, to your show. Cause it was fells and win. So the fell <laughs> was the fighting mm. and the um, alienating yourself and internalizing it. And then listening, like blocking out, like, reality right yeah. um and so win is my acronym for how i bounce back even quicker when those negative thoughts come in so the number one for w is worry they're gonna be like worry but there's another word that comes after worry less ah. so as a wellness coach, I have everybody, like every day, it's not going to happen, but I try to have them go for a high five. And I'm going to tell you what that high five is to worry less in your day. So one is start your day with priming, right? Getting your mindset in the right place. Don't start with, um, my specialty, I would say, is for people that are trying to lose weight, Mm -hmm. um, in general, but so like if they jump on the scale and they don't see that number they want, like, don't, don't beat yourself up. Like, you know, just be like, Hmm, that's interesting. Now let's try this day, <laughs> you know, just kind of battling those, um, just putting good things into your mind at the beginning of the day. The second thing is motion. So, um, there's people that I've helped that literally can't get out of a chair and they're like, how can I change? How can I transform? But you can, everybody has limitations. So what I would say is my superpower as a coach is you can tell me all the things that you're dealing with and then I can give you suggestions of how to get around those and make it work so that you can get that movement in because what that movement will do for you is create that energy, that excitement, um, getting outside in the world. So exercise, you need that. Your body needs that. The third one is water. Think of yourself as a plant. <laughs> you go girl, you go girl. I love it. She's got her water. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> so the recommended amount is half your weight in ounces every day. 
So mm-hmm. I was um, before when I was in that rut. You think I was drinking water? Uh uh-uh. uh. You think I was doing mindset or exercise? Nope. It sounded all awful. <laughs> so it takes time. So water and then um, fueling your body with things that give you energy and um, think about actual fueling yourself with, um, are you going to do it with premium gas and do it with organic and good ingredients and vegetables and fruits and the things that our body thrives on? Or are we going to fill it with the Doritos and the the donuts and the, mm. you know, those, those in the moment happy foods. Now, I'm all about the 80-20. Just make sure 80% of what you're doing is right on track. The 20% you treat yourself. Sure. I'm good yeah. with that. All the way. And <laughs> step five is you do need to stay accountable because by being accountable to someone, um, you stay on track. Because I have people that I work with waiting for me every single day, I have to show up. Even if it's a hard day, I'll say it's a rest day. But guess what? After two rest days, because I know people are waiting for me, I bounce back. So it's keeping yourself accountable for the high five. So that's the W to worry less. The I is for intelligence. Never stop learning. Don't, when you learn new things, go for adventures. Try, try a new food. Try a a new place to go, especially at this time. If I know I've heard a lot of stories with the pandemic going on that people are staying in their house, right? And they're not going anywhere. If that is you, because that is something that you have to do, get creative. Um, most of us have ex, uh, you know, access to YouTube or anything. Learn something new, get out of your head and, um, like do something that uplifts you. So that's the, I is constantly learning. And then, N, this is a negative word to it is for no, say no to things that hurt you. Say no to it. Say no to those negative thoughts. Push them out. Say no to that person that's bullying you. Say no. Like focus on, you start focusing on the good things and don't give energy to that negative. And that's what happens. That's how relationships turn around. And even if you're struggling within your own close family relationships that you can't just say, nope. See ya, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Um, you by you surrounding yourself with as much positive energy as you can, that's when your children will stop saying you're an emotional dolphin and you're too peppy, bright, and positive. And I would rather be known as the too preppy or preppy, <laughs> peppy, positive person because I'll tell you what, my daughter has come to me more than once because I've shared those positive tools with her and she will reach out to me and be like, mom, where's that inspirational video that you gave me that one day right now? I really need it. And you know what? If you can do that for another loved one, that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about is just helping each other. So that's all folks. (laughs) I love that. That just, Mm. 
I love that. And even as we speak, my baby is screaming at me in the background. <laughs> yeah, because, because of your cool software you told me about. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I need to, like, write, I'm going to go back and listen to the crunches, write all those down. I'm okay. F-A-I-L-W-I-N. <laughs> I love that. Um, I wanted, I would say one of the things that you said that stuck out to me and that just is like my bread and butter is the getting your mind together. So our, so we have a business obviously attached to the podcast called Intent to Heal and we're a virtual um, coaching company for now. Ah. And then um, within about a year or two, we're going to be doing professional counseling and that's going to be awesome. But right now we're in the coaching phase. Um, yes. And so one of our things is intentionality is to find out, you know, what your treatment plan is. So for us, we worked on uh, mental health clinics and mental health wards. And so, you know, we're used to doctors collaborating with patients and giving them, hey, this is what, this is your homework and not everybody follows up, but they want to feel better, but they don't always put in the work. And so we're like that safe space to find out, okay, now what's going on with you? What are your treatment goals? all right, well, I'm going to make sure you do those goals. I'm going to hold you accountable, but you need yes. to be intentional about it. Um, and then as far as getting your mind ready, so our business is grounded in, in Christian principles. And so a big thing that we like to do is prayer. We like to pray, we like to meditate, and we get our minds mm -hmm. ready for the day. We understand that not everything is going to go our way, but to still right. have a goal for that day and to give it to God and let him know, hey, God, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm, what's going on. I know you see everything, but let me just get this off my chest and he'll listen to you. And it's nice to know that we can just like unpack and then get our minds renewed for, okay, I'm game for anything now. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's amazing when you prime yourself like that, um, your emotion, like, because I learned from a, a seminar that I watched by Tony Robbins right? Ooh. That, um, yeah, that motion, um, or emotion is created by motion. And when you are in that state of worry, um, and you're not great. So basically you can't be in both places. You can't be worried and you can't be grateful at the same time. So by doing all those things with your clients that you work on, that's exactly what you're teaching them is to be grateful for, okay, this is, I know this is what I'm up against, but I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to do my very best. And you're already in a better mindset just by being grateful for the day and what lies ahead. So I love that you guys are helping so many people like that's, that's why I'm sure we found each other, right? We're about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I will say I've, I've had a new thing recently where I've started to make Mondays like favorite days of the week because me too. like Mondays to me, I'm just like, I'm an email queen. So uh, I like to think of it as Monday through like Thursday. I'm like, I can be creative. I can solve problems. I can get things done because it's the tip of my week. And then yeah, Friday, fresh, I can kind of wind fresh. down, right? You're fresh, but Friday I can wind down. Of course, Sunday for us is church days. So I do a lot of ministry and stuff on the weekends. I just kind of, the weekends are my time to receive. Restore rest, to just your restore, energy. Right. And, and to just get hit that spiritual reset button. And then on Monday, I'm good to go. But You bring it. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's so important to people, you know, and you know, especially if you're a mom, you know, like 
you constantly gotta go you gotta go 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 be everything to everybody at once be everything to everyone except for yourself yes and I found that once I've had to discipline myself to rest then yes. I'm, I'm I'm even better but I mean that's my little confession there I had to discipline myself to rest at the discipline that myself to say no boundary set yes like hey these are my off hours and my calendar is not my enemy it's my friend because instead of seeing how much stuff I can stuff in there I say how much time do I have as free times I can sit around and be on my butt (laughs) that's what my calendar is I love it (laughs) gotta change your mind about things yeah all about balance (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's all and also forgiving yourself for the stage of life that you're in so I know for myself and my best friend we had young kids we have between us we have a four-year-old seven months old a one-year-old a two-year-old and it's soon to be three-year-old they're all young and recently I put up a post on LinkedIn saying you know when we first started our business we would see people doing like millionaire like to-do list you're up at 4 a.m you read like three books a day you do all this stuff and we're like okay if we want to be millionaires let's do this stuff and I was like wait a second these people That's are single. Not possible. These people are single with no kids. They're not breastfeeding right now. <laughs> That's right. You know, like I'm like I have a seven month old and she does not care about a clock. And if she's hungry, she's hungry. My, yes. I have one that's potty training. Like the other one's starting school. And so I'm like, wait, I for four a.m. for me, I just went to sleep at three a.m. You're just <laughs> lucky if you're sleeping, right? <laughs> yeah. So I had to forgive myself that I could not do some of those things, but that that's- does not negate my success. It means I have to just do it different. So you just have to be creative, right? Yeah. Just be creative with your schedule. And I love that. I think it's all about to be successful in life. Number one, you can't compare yourself to others because if I was stuck on comparison, because remember my life, um, how it is with my children, um, you know, it was really difficult. There was other coaches I worked with that I would see pictures of them tucking their kids in bed. And I just was like, you can imagine how crushed, like crushed to my core, because that was one of the fa- my favorite parts of the day was reading a book to my kids and having that one-on-one time with them. And so I, there was a time that even when I started coaching before I really, um, I think it helped me um, become even a better, like I had growth through that because I was like, well, I'm not like those other moms. So why would anybody be inspired by me? And so I was ready to just throw in the towel on things that I'm passionate about. And then I thought, you know what? I don't want any other mom to be in my situation. So I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to inspire people and let them know, just like you get creative with your schedule, do what you can do. Mm-hmm in the time that you have and be happy, be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like just getting up and doing your makeup is an accomplishment. Look, you already know. (laughs) (laughs) If I fill these eyebrows in, just know it took a lot. (laughs) Check. You made it. Right. I brushed my teeth today. Isn't that so funny? Like for some people, it's like, what do you mean you just brush your teeth? I'm like, look, when you have, like a ton of jobs several kids and a husband like just doing anything for yourself <laughs> that's huge and remembering to do it because when your mind is woo, you're like oh yeah <laughs> right 
Oh yeah, I forgot to take care of myself. So honestly, that's part of my coaching too, is mm-hmm. I, I really try to instill, you know, taking, ha- like filling up your own cup because nobody's going to fill up your cup, right? So fill it up so that you can be there for everybody. And that's what you do. So that's, yeah, I love that's, it. Very inspiring. Miss awesome. <laughs> Tina, you have been amazing. You've been a rock star tonight. Oh, thank you. I loved it. We'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, Any- you are you are the bomb. I, I just hate that Aisha missed this one because we would have been like, ah, like us together. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're something else. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be the triple power combo. Pow, pow. I yeah. look forward to, um, just talking with you again and hopefully we can collaborate on some things in the future. Yes. That would just be. Oh, that'd be an honor. Thank you. I would love and- that. And I will say this as a side note, cool part about podcasting, it feels like you're traveling from your computer. Oh, yes. Like, definitely. Yeah. So if anybody's yeah. feeling stuck, <laughs> be on our show. Go for an adventure, right? Again, how can people find you and yes. what you do? Yeah. Um, so everywhere, it's Jolt of Energy. Okay. So, uh, my website is joltsofenergy.com. My email is tina at joltsofenergy.com. My Instagram is joltsofenergy. My Facebook page is joltsofenergy. My YouTube channel is joltsofenergy. And if you like to dance and be a little crazy, I'm on Triller too. And I got yeah. a little fast. Sweet Tina has a little spice too. So <laughs> you'll see that side on my Triller. I love it. Thank you so much, Miss Tina, and look forward to talking to you in the future. Have a great night. You too. Bye.